Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Tim Warden Communications. Our mission is to honor God and deliver all His benefits. So uh, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord, the Lord to teach us. And Siya ang magpabusog sa atin, no? Sa kaniyang salita. Lord, we just give you this topic this morning, and we pray that uh, your words are are really the real substance. Your words are real food that doesn't just satisfy a temporary physical hunger, but your words become food for our soul, food that nourishes on us on the inside. So I pray, Lord, that ma-digest po kami ang lahat ng sasabihin mo ngayon at ito ay magiging bahagi ng aming kinubukasan. Ito magiging good fruit for our lives ahead. So we just ask you, Holy Spirit, kayo pong magturo sa amin. And while I'm speaking with my physical words, I pray that your spirit will uh, teach us also on the, the other channel in our spirit so that we'll catch it on the inside as well. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, I was telling you in the past weeks, ito yung topic natin about ang isang tao ay isang spirit. Katulad ng Dios, Trinity si God, and you're also a Trinity. You're a spirit. That's really who we are. Hindi mo makikita yan. You don't feel it, but you're really a spirit. And you have a soul. That's your mind and will and emotions. And you live inside of a body. That's your, 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 your package. Maleta lang itong katawan. But the real you is a spirit. Buti na lang ang Diyos nakikipag-ugnayan sa ating spirit. God relates to that part of you. Because He's a spirit. He's not a big body. He's a spirit. And He relates to your spirit. So nung tinanggap mo si Jesus... Ang spirit ni Christ ay pumasok sa spirit mo at ang spirit mo na dating patay naging buhay. Nakaroon ng laman. Buhay niya. Nakipag-mingle sa spirit mo. Kaya we call that a new birth. And that's why you might be you know, 40 years old physically and maybe 2 or 3 years old, I don't know how old na spiritually. And we have to retrain how we live. Because for how many years, natuto tayo sa physical senses, sa five, you know, taste and smell and touch. And so very, very affluent tayo. We're very in touch sa physical world. But we're not so much aware of what's happening on the inside in the spiritual world. And the Bible says that kung ano yung nakikita mo, kung ano yung visible, that is actually temporary. But the things that are invisible, the things of heaven, that is eternal. So yung mga bagay pang spiritual, pwedeng baguhin ang mga things na material. Example, we live our lives in this physical world and have physical problems. But look what Jesus did sa mga physical issues. Nakalakad siya sa tubig. Yung faith niya, yung... yung trust niya sa Diyos, it was able to overpower the loss of nature even. And we must learn na to submit our soul and our body to the Spirit. Hindi ibig sabihin ibaliwala ang iyong pag-iisip. Hindi ibig sabihin, uh, you know, patayin mo ang sarili mong katawan. No, it just means that ang soul ang hindi dapat manguna sa buhay natin. Ang, da, ang daily decisions natin should not be basi sa feelings only or sa intellect or logic natin. 
And definitely, hindi katawan ang manguuna sa buhay natin. You'll get in trouble if you just do everything you feel. Kung ano nakita mo, kung ano naririnig mo. These are very temporary, even deceptive sometimes. Mga emotions natin, pabago-bago. Hindi maaasahan doon. You have to let the spirit inside of you be the leader, the boss. Itong pangloob ang command central ng aking buhay. I have to have the, the Holy Spirit is to be the, the headquarters, the main office, the boss, you know, of, of me, not my feelings. Does that make sense? So as you submit your mind and emotions and even your body to the Spirit, you can call into a, uh, the, 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 the daily reality a new a change, you know? Like, for example, sabi ko yung, yung thermostat sa aircon. Diba, pag, pagpasok ka dito and it's 29 or 30 degrees, ang init, pwede mong i-on yung aircon and then iset mo yung thermostat to 16. That's a nice, comfortable, diba, temperature. Pag iset mo na 16 degrees and then tick, 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 boom, nakaset. May readout dyan, may digital na 16. Do you think nagiging 16 ka agad? No. Still hot. But you, your words are like a thermostat. When you speak in alignment or sumasangayon ang salita sa pangako ng Diyos at sa kanyang salita, nag-align yung words mo at words niya, then it's like setting the thermostat in your life. Yan ang magiging. Hindi pa nararanasan hindi pa makikita, hindi pa mahawakan, you cannot touch it physically, pero magiging ganyan ang atmosphere ng buhay mo. Just hold it on, keep holding it, keep speaking it, keep trusting, and you're calling into existence, you're calling into reality that which did not yet exist, that which did not yet ha- happen. And many times may naranasan ko ito, I would say, we're going to have a radio station. Boom, nakaroon kami na radio I would say, we're going, you know, when we go for missions, and then tag-ulan, I would say, today, it will stop raining while we do missions. And hindi minsan lang, many, many times, we would be able to actually change the reality by speaking faith. Not wishful thinking, but speaking Ayon sa salita ng Diyos. Now today, I want to t- share with you a message called Faith in Two Places. Sino sa inyo nakakita ng vault? Yung safe na steel vault na dalawa ang paraan kung paano ma-open. Susi at combination. Yung iba kasi combination lang o susi lang, pero may mga vaults na dalawa para ma-double security. Now it takes two things. It takes the combination Pero hindi mabubuksan yan, combination lang. It takes combination, kasama ang susi. And then pag dalawa sabay, mabubuksan na yung, yung vault. And there's treasures in God. There's treasures, may mga, may mga benefits sa Dios which requires faith in two places para ma-access. Are you following me? Everybody say faith in two places. So, maybe you, you could write this down. It says to avail... Alam mo, ibig sabihin na veil? Pag may promo, you know, pag may gift certificate, pag may mga pakinabang for us, you have to avail of that. You cannot just know about it, but in order to avail of 
God's benefits, the, the package of salvation, yung mga pangako ng Diyos, then I need faith. Number one, faith in my heart. Everybody say heart. Sa Bible, ang word heart at saka spirit ay synonymous. Diba sabi ko kanina, you are body, soul, and spirit or heart. Yan yung pinakaloob. So faith sa puso, ibig sabihin, maliban sa pag-iisip. Hindi ibig sabihin faith in your intellect. You know? Kasi minsan, pag nag-aaral tayo at nag-gets mo, oh, science, history, math, naintindihan mo sa pag-iisip, you can say, I have faith, I have knowledge. But ang hinahanap ng Diyos sa atin, first and foremost, is not faith in your brain, but faith sa puso. Kaya Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord. You've heard this before. Trust in the Lord with all of your brain. Yeah? No. Trust in the Lord with all of your logic. Nope. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You see the difference? And then, the next part says, and do not trust in. Do not depend or lean on your own understanding, your own mind. See? Minsan baliktad eh. We want to understand, we want to know. And then, kung ano yung naintindihan ko, kung ano yung paniniwala ko sa aking pag-iisip, doon ako maasa, doon ako magtitiwala. See? And that's backwards. The Bible doesn't say, trust the Lord with all of your understanding. It says, trust the Lord with all your heart. And don't depend on your own human reasoning and understanding. Can you follow that? That's, that's hard. That's, that's, you have to submit your mind even. Kung contra sa salita ng Dios. And I'm telling you today that it's possible. It's possible. You can do it. Kaya mong gawin to. To trust the Lord in your heart even while may mga doubts sa iyong pag-iisip. That's letter A. Trust the Lord with your heart. Have faith in your heart even when you might have doubts in your mind. Kwa? Have you experienced that? Na minsan, uh, hindi mo gets, hindi mo maintindihan. May sinasabi sa'yo na, don't worry, God is in control. And in your heart, you, you believe that. But in your mind, you don't see how it could really be. It seems like the politicians are in control. It seems like the economy is in control. It seems like the sickness is in control. My problem is controlling me. May pangako ng Diyos, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And somehow, you, you want to believe that. Na talagang may, may, may dinipasit ng Diyos sa puso mo na, na panampalataya doon. All things will work together. But then, sa situation mo na current, hindi mo makikita ng solution. It feels hopeless. It seems like wala kang makikitang answer sa problema. And so, there's doubts in your mind. 
Ganon din nangyari sa Mark chapter 9, may lumapit kay Jesus na isang tatay, awang-awang niya sa anak niya because he was full of demons. Demon possessed yung anak niya. And sabi niya kay Jesus, if you can, kung maaring, may magagawa ka. Sabi niya, if you can, would you heal my son? Ito ang sagot ni Jesus. What do you mean, if I can? <laughs> Parang as if, alam kung sinong kausap mo. Ako pa. <laughs> because na, marami nagawa ni Jesus ng mga miracles, right? He says, what do you mean if I can? Jesus adds. And he says this, anything is possible for those persons, for a person that believes. And very interesting yung sinabi ng lalaki nito. He said, Lord, I do, I'm, I'm going to use my hand para maintindihan natin. He said, Lord, I do believe. Here, I believe. But help my unbelief. I, 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 there's, I, I have faith. Oh, nga, I do believe. But I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't see the logic. Matagal na nakaganito anak ko. He's getting worse, not better. He's sick. He's hurt. I don't. So, may mga ganon. Have you experienced that before? Now, you want to believe. May faith ka somewhere deep in your heart. Pero hindi 100% kasi may mga duda. May mga question marks pa rin sa logic or sa understanding mo. Ang sinasabi ko sa inyo ngayon is, it's okay. You're not alone. It's okay kung may mga doubts. It's okay kung hindi mo makikita lahat. It's okay kung hindi mo maintindihan sa logic and sa intellect mo. God is looking for faith inside of your heart. God is looking at that part of you that has some faith in the in the in the deepest part of you, spirit. And when you have faith in your heart, that's and then we'll talk about this later. The the mouth, that's the combination para mabuksan yung vault, the treasures of God's promises. So letter A is that you know even when my mind may have doubts, and letter B is this that store up regular deposits of God's Word. Deposit. Parang ano, banko. Diba? Sino sa inyo may bank account? Anong ginagawa sa banko? Nag-deposit. Hopefully, mas maraming deposit kaysa withdraw. Diba? That's the goal, diba? Deposit, ka mag-deposit, ka mag-deposit, yayaman ka. Withdraw, ka mag-withdraw, bankrupt. You know, so but there's a process of deposit and withdrawal. Deposit is when you stockpile, because you also, aside from sa banko sa pera, you have a faith bank in your heart. You do, and you're not the only one making deposits. God is depositing into you. If you have the willingness, God will make deposits. Various measures, di ba ang deposit? Pwedeng malaki, pwedeng maliit. Ganon din. Ang faith, dumarating sa atin in various measures. Pwedeng kasing size ng mustard seed, sabi ni Jesus. That's still very powerful. Pwedeng teaspoon, one cup, tabo, balde, dump truck size. Pwedeng iba-ibang sizes. It's different measures. But faith comes when you expose yourself to the Word of Christ. 
Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Faith just comes. Faith comes by hearing the word of Christ. So we need to stockpile. We need to deposit the word of God in our heart. Nang abundantly. How do you get God's word in your heart? Diba pag nakakarinig ng word of God, you, 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 it, goes, it goes in your ears. I hope, open yung ears mo ngayon. Yung iba naka-headphone, no? <laughs> Pero when you hear the word of God, or when you read your Bible, and I hope meron tayong practice of daily Bible reading, no? Maybe you read devotional, daily prayer, uh, daily bread, or Bible chapters, and naka- kami na, nakikinig kami sa audio Bible. The whole mag- maggabi, the whole night, watching video Bible, any kind of input, Diba, ang, ang, pa, ang pagpasok, ang entrance sa atin is the eyes and the ears. So pagpasok ang salita ng Diyos in your eyes or your ears, it comes into your head and you think about it, you meditate, you process. May percentage na mawawala. Our mind is so easily distracted. Diba? Even in, in a church meeting like this, minsan na, nadidistract. Oh, saan tayo kakain mamaya? may tumunog ng cellphone yun. Nakaka-distract minsan, di ba? Pero maski pa paano, meron at meron ma- mananatili sa'yo. And from the mind, bababa at bababa to your heart. It, be- it goes, it doesn't just stick in your memory. You know, your brain is like the, kung sa computer, sino na nakaalam yung makeup ng isang computer? Our brain is like RAM. <laughs> and the heart is like the hard drive, you know? pwedeng mabura. If you restart, mamaya, pag sa isip lang, at hindi, ma, 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 hindi bababa sa puso, mamaya, mamaya, mawawala sa memory mo. But when you meditate on it, and you chew it, and soak it in to a receptive heart, as if na-save yan sa hard drive. So, maski mag-restart ka, you know, maski after some days, it's still there in your heart. And the Bible says that we need to um, be full of the Word of Christ. It says, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 says like this, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Everybody say abundance. abundance. Now, you could have, may, may laman, may faith ka sa heart mo, but it's not in abundance. See? So it's very important na regular deposits para yung puso natin ay mapuspos sa salita ng Diyos. It should be abundant. Siksik, liglig, umaapaw. Because out of the abundance, sa ibang translation, it says the mouth speak, speaks about what overflows from the heart. You know, pag half full, it will not overflow. Tama. It, the heart just has to overflow when it's full. And when your heart is full of something, malalaman ko kung anong laman ng puso at anong umaapaw sa puso mo kasi maririnig ko sa salita mo. When people are talking about their crush, their boyfriend, girlfriend, their heart is full of that. Kasi yun ang lumalabas sa bibig. They're talking about food or music or their favorite movie. You know, but when you're talking about the Word of God, when you're sharing a testimony, when you cannot stop singing praises about God, it means to say your heart was full. There's an abundance of God's word in your heart. Kaya umaapaw sa bibig. 
You understand? Meron direct connection between your mouth and your heart. Just like there's a direct connection between our heart and our money. Heart and wallet, makasama. <laughs> heart and mouth, makasama din. So when, I say you need to feed yourself lots of Word of God. Not the minimum. Kung ikaw ay nakakarinig ng sermon once a week dito sa Sunday, you will not have an abundance in your heart. You will have some seeds that's good, but you will not have an abundance of God's Word. You need to have an abundance so that your mouth will speak it. Pagpuno na sa kanalang magiging madaldal ka, lalabas sa bibig mo ang laman ng puso mo, the faith that God put in you. And I would suggest, even sa araw na hindi mo kailangan, or you think you don't need so much Word of God today, mag-deposit ka, mag-deposit ka, mag-deposit. Expose yourself, listen to the Word of God, talk, you know, be in a fellowship, be in a cell group, get audio Bible, have it on your cell phone, MP3, DVD, whatever. Get the Word of God in you sa araw na akala mo hindi mo kailangan, because pagdating sa araw na talagang nangangailangan mo ng extra faith, ajajan na yung supply. You will have an overflowing supply to carry you through sa mga pagsubok. You will be able to have the faith that you need panglaban sa discouragement. Diba? Sabi natin kanina sa awit na uh, pangako mo ang aking pangawakan and you got to hold on to a word of God. Especially, you know, the Bible calls that a shield of faith. My faith is faith in God's word. And you need a shield of faith that you hold up. Pag mayroon nag-insulto sa'yo, pag mayroon nag-discourage sa'yo, pag gumugulo ng isip mo and you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself, you're hearing negative words about you, criticism, bumabalik sa'yo yung mga sinabi nila sa'yo noon, nakaka-discourage, you hold up that shield of faith na pang block. And you say, I'm going to believe and I'm going to hold on to what God says about me, not what I think about me. You, know, you, you could think something about yourself and be very wrong. Matalas, mga kabataan, they would think, my parents don't love me. Yung nanalo sa beauty contest thinks I'm really ugly. Nanalo ng beauty contest and she would say, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm not pretty. You could be very wrong in your mind. We need to understand that the shield of faith protects you sa mga dangerous thoughts and feelings. What God says about you, yan ang pangawakan mo. What God says about your future, what God says about who you are in Christ, yan ang dapat pangawakan mo. That's the shield of faith. And nangangailangan natin ng regular dosage, overdose even, on the Word of God. You cannot have too much of Word of God. Kaya mga kapatid, please, don't be the, the kind of Christian that has one sermon topic a week on Sunday and five or six DVD rentals throughout the week. And you watch so many movies. You know, 
you, you're going to fill up your heart with the wrong stuff. There's nothing wrong to watch a movie. Pero be wise. Fill up your heart with some good word so that it, you get the abundance and then it comes out of your mouth. Okay, man? Are you with me? All right. Ano pa ba? Maraming tao na they start with faith in their heart. You know, because, let me tell you, faith is a gift. You don't manufacture faith. You don't have to do anything, really, to create faith. God will just give you faith. Faith comes when you hear. So God will deposit faith in you as a gift. Right? And many people start, they had faith inside of their heart. Deposit ni God yun. Pagbigay yan. Pero walang pakinabang kung sa loob-loob lang. Iniisip mo lang, and you believe in God, okay, I believe my God. Pero nasa isip mo lang, and then walang action, walang lumalabas sa bibi. Hindi mo, hindi, walang manifestation of that faith. Hindi walang pakinabang. It will not benefit you. Um, there was one guy who used to attend a few times dito sa church and he was sick. Meron siyang condition. Ewan kung anong sakit niya. Something about complications, eh? diabetes this, heart that, kung and very young pa siya eh. So sabi ko, pray natin. Let's, let's pray for you. He said, hindi na. <laughs> sabi niya, sabi niya, hindi na. Hindi ako maaring gagaling. He says, this, is a, this cannot be cured. My condition is different. I cannot be cured. It's permanent condition. Sabi ko, ibang faith nito. His faith was very strong, but not in God. His faith was very strong in his sickness. He believed so much. In fact, he has more faith than me. Because he believed so much in his sickness that it was impossible to remove. And so he actually used his mouth to cancel the will of God for him. Do you think kalaoban ng Dios na tayo mananantiling sakit? But he believed, he said, this is God's will for me to teach me to trust Him. Did you see my point? He, was, he thought that God let him be sick as a way to teach him how to trust God. It's baliktad eh. Hindi nga siya nagtitiwala sa Dios, nagtitiwala siya sa sakit. And sometimes our mouth actually can ruin and sabotage God's will for our lives. And I'm guilty of this too. I've, I've, I've uh, experienced this na mayroong magandang nais ng Dios sa ating kinubukasan or what, but we would say with our mouth, that will never happen for me. Hindi ako gagraduate. Hindi ako makakapag-abroad. Hindi ako makakaroon ng magandang trabaho. Ganito lang kami. And it really, it's not, it's not God already. It's not even the devil doing things to keep you down. You're just speaking the devil's will over your life, not God's will. Di kaya mas maganda na kahit may duda sa pag-iisip, let's speak God's will 
kahit hindi mo nakikita yung, yung how that will happen. See? Sabi ng angel, okay, Mary, you will get pregnant and Jesus will be born in you. That's not logical. How can, she, how can that happen? In fact, yung unang lumabas sa bibig niya is, paano yun? Virgin pa ako. Paano mag... And then the angel said, it's the Holy Spirit. Then eventually, sumangayon yung kanyang pagsasalita sa katotohanan ng pangako ng Diyos. She stopped talking about how is that? That's impossible. It can never be. And she said, be it unto me. It will happen to me. It will happen to me. Now that, I'm sure, andudum pa rin yung kanyang pagdududa. I'm sure that in her mind, there's a still a big question mark. You know, this is how, come on, this is not possible. You cannot have a baby without a man. You know, it's just, so I'm sure andudum pa rin, but she changed her mouth and she said, it will happen to me according to your word. See that? And so we need to, have that same spirit of faith. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13 says, having the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore we speak. It doesn't do you any good if you believe, but you don't speak it. Look over here. So this is number two, faith in my mouth. I need faith in my heart. Number two, I need faith in my mouth. Faith speaks. Did you hear me? Faith speaks. Faith is not an abstract concept that just sticks around in your brain. Faith speaks. May bibig ang faith. And it's on your lips. Kaya napakahalaga. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says that you got power on your tongue and usapan is, it's usapan life or death. You can either bring life to situations, to people, to yourself, or you can kill God's will for yourself. You can destroy and sabotage God's best for you with your own mouth. Delicado ang tongue. It can build or destroy. It can give life or kill. Now look over here. Faith in my mouth. Look over here at James chapter 2, verse 17. Faith by itself if it is not accompanied by action, it's dead. Right? So, now, a lot of people say, well, you have to do good works. You have to do good works to be saved. No, that's not what it means. In fact, yung kasunod na chapter, chapter 3 of James, is all talking about the tongue, controlling your tongue. He says, if you can just get your tongue under control, your whole body, your whole life, will be ayos. Ayos. Maging maayos yan. Your whole body. You'll be able to overcome lust, uh, greed, lying, cheat. You'll, you'll be, you'll ha- your whole body will be in alignment with God's will. Everything. If you could just make your mouth submit to God's will. Maraming nagbibigay. Lord, I give you control of my life. I'll give you my time. I'll give you my money. Lord, yung career ko, ini-entrust ko sa inyo. Lahat ng aspeto ng buhay ko, I surrender to you. Except my mouth. Akin to. Don't touch me. Don't take control of my mouth. And the mouth is the number one thing God wants control of. Because James says, if you can give God control of your mouth, you submit your words, the way you speak, you submit that to God. 
everything in your whole life. It's like the rudder of a big ship. It will steer your future. It will bring you to where God wants you to go. So faith buried only in your heart. It's nice that God put faith in you. That's free. Pero kung magiging activated yung panampalataya na binigay ng Diyos sa'yo, you have to let it have a manifestation of some sort. It has to come out. Does that make sense? If kuma unlock mo yung treasures ng pangako ng Diyos, you have to have both faith in the heart and in the mouth. Does that help? Now, letter A is this. Pay attention. Be very careful. Pay attention to what comes out of your mouth. Because for so many years, we had been uh, parang automatic sa atin na magsalita ng negative. And, and ako din, I came from a culture, yung family background, yung American culture. Um, kami, we are very sarcastic. You know, that was normal sa amin. Dumaki kami, yung mga patawa namin has more to do with exaggerations, sarcasm, and sometimes, you know, parang they have this uh, style that they would call in America the devil's advocate. Do you know what that means? we would say, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. So, pag may pag-usapan na any situation, then yung parang, for that time, I would take on the role of the contra, contra bida. Kung ano yung maganda na mga plano-plano, parang naging role ko na, eh, paano kung ganito? Hindi maaaring, paano yung parang puro machine gun contra. And the purpose daw is para ma-catch yung mga loopholes. Like yung mga, may mga security experts that you can hire who will try to break in to your, your shop. And they are, hindi naman sila magnanakaw, but they're trying to find yung mga butas sa security system mo. So they will try to break in. And ganun din sa devil's advocate. He tries to find all the negatives, all the loopholes. And honestly, mga kapatid, lumaki ako sa culture na yan. Exaggeration, sarcasm, negative, devil's advocate. And I was so wired. Yung, yung aking uh, processing ng, ng aking computer, yung brain ko, is puro logical. Logical, logical. I, I, would, I would think, I would analyze. Somehow that's my strength. And at the same time, minsan nagiging weakness ko rin, nagiging liability ko rin. If I don't submit that logic sa logic ng Dios, which is higit sa logic ng tao. Because very logical, I would analyze things and say, this is scientific proof and ganon-ganon. You know? <laughs> it's impossible for a man to walk on water. It will not happen. Ganon. And yet, Jesus has a higher logic. Yes, there's the law of gravity, but there's also the law of lift and aerodynamics. Yes, there's the law of sin and death. Of course, if you sin, you die. But there's also a higher law, which is the law of life, the law of forgiveness, the law of acquittal. See, So we need to retrain our mouth how to speak. We have to retrain. That's why we need to guard. Subimo, guard. Nakakita ka ng guard, di ba? Guard your mouth. And, and the Bible says in, in, in Proverbs, 
We need to guard our heart. Now, listen, what does a guard do? Anong, anong ginagawa ng security guard? Doon siya nakapwesto sa entrance ng isang building. And minamonitor niya, filter niya kung sinong makakapasok at kung sinong makakalabas. At hindi papasokin ng mga hindi authorized na pumasok. At hindi pinapalabas ng mga tao pag hindi sila pwedeng lumabas. Minsan, minamonot, tinecheck pa yung mga bags nila. Anong dala mo? Most, mostly employees pa. Para hindi sila magnanakaw sa company. Diba? And the guard is the one who filters or binabantay niya yung, yung, yung wrong na papasok. And we need to guard our heart para hindi, pa, hindi makakapasok ang maluluswa, selfish, greedy, Get to guard your heart so that you will not f- bring into you so much negativity. Are you following me? That's why if you are constantly fellowshipping with group Barkada, which is pulling you down, taking away your faith, maybe you need a new environment. If you're constantly bringing into your eyes and ears videos or things that are just filling your mind with, with unhealthy thoughts, maybe you need a change of diet spiritually. Are, are you following me? You know, just be, be wise. Lahat pwede, but hindi naman lahat nakakatulong. Right? So guard your heart, but then also guard your mouth. And when you catch yourself saying something negative, you know, minsan I do that. Or if I don't catch myself, Bambi will catch me. Yeah? She would say, Oops, your mouth. Bibig mo. Can you stop it? She would say, Because sa kanya, she doesn't like to hear negative. Sa akin, I could go all day long talking about the loopholes, the negative, the, the downside. You know, sa akin, parang no effort. I can see all the negative things. But I have to guard, I have to guard that from coming out of my mouth. Do you, you follow me? I got a filter. And if you catch yourself speaking something contra sa salita ng Dios, don't get guilty. Get quiet. You hear me? You don't have to, I sinabi ko ito last week. Get the get the recording from last week. Pag hindi mo kaya o hindi ka pa nagsasalita na faith-filled words, better shut up na lang muna. If you can't say something, you know, positive and faith, just be quiet muna for the meantime and then position yourself around people of faith and sila ang bahala magsalita into you. You, somehow you nakiki ride on ka to the people that has faith that are speaking the word of God and you can you can kind of for the meantime you can borrow some of their faith you can let it overflow because it will overflow out of their heart get yourself around someone that's full of faith a leader a prayer partner you know someone who's worshiping who's got the joy of the Lord and let them splash their faith onto you. Does that help you? Find. I hope you find someone like that. If you don't have someone like that, then go to them and just say, pahiram ng faith mo, bro. 
pahiram. And, and because I'm not, because you know in your heart na hindi maganda ang lalabas sa bibig mo. Puro negative, puro, you know, iniisip mo, ginugulo. Just shut up first. Go to someone say, can you speak life to me? I need encouragement. And then, maging generous naman tayo. As a church, we can be generous with our faith, right? Because when I share with you my faith, hindi ako nababawasan. That's the magic about giving someone a splash over of your faith is you don't actually deplete. The more you increase. The more you give away, the more napupuno ka. Does that make sense? As you share your faith and speak life and faith into others, hindi ka nababawasan. You, you get re- refilled. And so, you can also be generous then. Kami ni Bambi, minsan down siya, ako up. So, I encourage ko siya. Minsan baliktad. Ako ang down. Hindi nagsasalita. And then, siya, siya na mag, maawit siya, you know, maapaw ng faith, ng life. This is a great day. Then she's gonna sing, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Sakit ng katawan ko. But I, I, I'm thinking it, but so I just have to learn to shut up. And in the meantime, while I receive her words, it will fill me up. It won't last long. Everybody has emotions. Don't let your emotions always come out of your mouth. You'll be in big trouble if you always speak what you think, if you always say what you feel. It's not reliable. So don't set your thermostat to what you feel or think. Set it to the Word of God. This is truth. I hope you're catching this. Pay attention to what comes out of your mouth. It says here in Psalms chapter 19, verse 14. Read this with me. May the words, kuhanyo words, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Do you see the two there where you need faith? You need the faith to be meditating. The words of my mouth and meditations on my heart. There's faith in two places. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. If anyone says, that's the mouth, says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt where? In their heart. Okay, even if he's not sure in his mind, but he doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. The King James says, he'll have whatever he says. So that's the mouth and heart combination. Romans chapter 10, verse 8. Read this with me. The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. There it is. That is the word of faith that we preach. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe here, not the brain, again, in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing that your heart, believing in your heart, that you, listen, this is so wonderful, that you are made right with God. 
It's, it's righteousness. It means you're in right standing with God. And it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. Now, isn't that the same thing? Being made right with God and being saved? Not exactly. The word saved means made whole, made complete. It has, it, it has all of the package of God's benefits. Blessings and favor and joy and peace and healing and provisions. Be, to be saved is to be made right with God. You're in right standing with God. That is a spiritual reality. But you might not feel it. Diba minsan na, kahit Christian na, you feel na, hindi naman ako maligtas eh. Dami kong kasalanan. And you might doubt, and you might, yung karanasan mo, kahit tunay na ikaw ay nasa right standing with God, hindi ito ay nakakapag-spread sa karanasan mo na araw-araw. You could be right with God, but your daily experience is very far from God. You can be holy in your spirit, but your mind is dirty and your actions are wrong. In the spirit, you're still holy because you don't get holy by doing good. You get holy as a gift. God declares you righteous even if it doesn't look in your daily you know, life, it doesn't look very holy. So it's by believing by faith that we become in right standing with God. But it's by confessing that we get salvation benefits activated into our daily life. See? We don't want a right standing with God, you know, spiritual only. No, walang pakinabang sa daily, sa, sa, sa daily life ko, sa trabaho, sa relationships, sa finances. We want to have those benefits ng pagiging right with God. We want that na may pakinabang sa daily worlds natin, di ba? So that's how you, you confess. Confession brings it into the here and now. Confession brings it into your real, real daily world. Okay, so where was I? Romans chapter 8, verse 10. Maganda, memorize mo And then letter B is this. Don't just think or believe it. Say it. Don't just, you know, okay, God gave you faith. Sumangayon ka in your mind. Nakiagree ka. And faith is now in your heart. Buti na lang. Nakarinig ka sa salita ng Diyos. Pero ikaw itahimik. Walang manifestation. Hindi lumalabas sa buhay mo, sa, sa bibig mo. You know, don't just think it. Don't just only believe it. Say it. Don't just pray it. Say it. <laughs> Faith speaks. See, that's why, look, look at this. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6. Nagsasalita dito si God na isang pangako. And God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Isn't that a great promise of God? Ang pangako niya ang panghahawakan ko. He will never leave me or forsake me. So, hinawakan ko yung pangako na yan, and the next part says, so that we may boldly say. How do you say it? You don't think, it doesn't say so that we might boldly think it. I got this promise of God. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Hawakan ko yan. So that I can, the promise is so that I can boldly say it. The Lord is my helper. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Try it. Okay, come on. Ready, go. The Lord is my helper. He'll never leave me. 
He'll never forsake me. He loves me. I'm His child. See, you got to say it. You don't just think it. If you just think it, you got to get it out into your sound waves, off of your lips. Another one. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Let the weak say, I am strong. It does not say, let the weak pray, I am strong. Let the weak believe, I am strong. It says, let the weak say it. I am strong in the Lord. Weak na Why would he contradict the reality? He's weak. And then he's going to say, I'm strong. Bakit? Iko kontra niya yung tunay na karanasan niya currently. Because there's a higher reality that he's calling in. Maybe I'm weak currently, but that is not reality. The reality is yung darating. I am strong. Let the sick say, I am whole. If you got high lugnat fever, you don't have to say, I'm so sick. It's getting worse. You can say, I'm healed because Jesus purchased healing for me. Even if you don't feel so good, you can say, I'm healed. It's not being, it's not being uh, illogical. It's trusting in a higher logic. It's not denying the reality. It's setting your thermostat on the desired reality. Calling things into existence that do not currently exist, but they're coming. Are you following me? This, I'm breaking this down. Here's another one. Psalms chapter 107, verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. <laughs> Another version says, Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others He has redeemed you from the enemy. So, it's, it's this combination of a, a mouth speaking from a believing heart. Not your mouth speaking from your emotions. Not your mouth speaking or repeating what you think about your situation. Speaking what God said about you. You're good looking. <laughs> Look in the mirror and say, You are more than a conqueror. You are beloved. You are the apple of God's eye. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, you know, by making your ear attentive to wisdom and turn your heart to understanding, if indeed you call out for insight and you ask aloud, okay, may verbal, ask aloud for understanding. So marami sa Proverbs, paulit-ulit, sinasabi niya, mouth and speak and heart. So what do you do if ever, you know, maybe you're like me, na minsan nagkamali ka sa pagsasalita. Minsan, you just dishonored God with your mouth and you said negative things, you cursed, you even cursed yourself and other people. you so negative. Anong gagawin mo? Number one is you don't get guilty. Yan ang trap ni Satan. To make you feel condemned. He gets a lahat, never, ever, ever receive condemnation. Ang gift ng binigay ni Jesus sa is the gift of no condemnation. 
you will never be judged guilty by the Lord. Why? I did bad things. I am guilty. No, you're not. You were guilty, but Jesus took your punishment. You cannot be punished twice. He did not just die for you. He died as you. You were already judged once and for all on the cross. Hindi ka pa pinanganak, but you were there in Christ. It wasn't your decision. He did it for you and to you. So number one is don't ever get guilty. Some people said, well, you have to confess all your sins. Then you get forgiven. You know what? How can you remember all of your sins? Sa daming sins na yan, I think you're going to forget one or two. You don't have to confess all your sins to be forgiven. If you want to confess your sins, that's great. Do it. But that's not, the, that's not what makes you forgiven. It's the blood of Jesus that makes you forgiven. He died for you to pay for your sins. You don't pay for your sins by trying to remember all your sins and then confessing them. In fact, the word confession means to say the same thing as. It doesn't mean really to admit. So when you confess your sins, you're saying the same thing about your sins that God says about your sins. And what does God say about your sins? They were as scarlet. They were red but they had been washed as white as snow. God says, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far I have removed your transgressions from you. God says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12, that Jesus purchased for you an eternal redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So if you want to confess your sins, you better do it like this. My sins were forgiven. That's a good confession. You don't, don't go through life saying, I'm such a sinner. I never get better. I'm worse and worse. I tried to be a Christian, pero hindi naman siguro. Don't confess your sins like that. Confess your sins like this. I had so many mistakes, but I've been forgiven much. Therefore, I love much. God has forgiven me so much. I love Him so much for that. I'm so thankful. I've been forgiven much. Kaya I can forgive others also. See? That's how you confess. Mga kapatid, I pray that you start to put God's Word on your mouth. And the more you overdose, you cannot really overdose, but the more na pupunuin mo ang puso mo with God's word, it becomes easier to speak it out. Kasi na-memorize. Sino sa inyo naka-challenge? No? You're, you're taking a 90-day challenge. May mga memory verses doon. If you memorize, that can help. So that even when you're on the jeepney or at work, you don't have a Bible with you, but you can just still speak out what God said because na-memorize mo. Let your brain be your friend, not your liability. You know? Use your brain to memorize God's Word. Use your mouth to speak it. You can get the benefits of God activated, not just in the theories out there in the you know, Bible topics, 
But get the mga pangako ng Diyos actually activated into your daily experience. How? By speaking it. Faith in your heart and faith in your mouth. I have a confession. I would like to say this. Ito yung aking uh, sasabihin. And I'm gonna ask that you also, sana you sumangayon ka And anything I say, you can just say, yes, amen, yeah. Because if you say it, it becomes yours too. I'm a new creation. I have the life and the nature of God in me. I'm saved by grace. I'm not in darkness anymore. God put me in light. I was made holy and righteous. My standing with God is secure. He's my father. I am accepted, not rejected. My name is written in the book of life. How about that? I am a citizen of heaven. <laughs> I'm an heir. Tagapagmana. I'm in Christ. And He's in me. I've been given authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. He always causes me to triumph. When I lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. When I share the good news with people, they'll be saved. I have power to be a witness. I'm qualified as a minister of the new covenant. (laughs) I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am strong, not weak. Rich, not poor. Above, not underneath. I have a, I reign in life because I receive the gift of righteousness and abundance of grace. I'm well and not sick. I will live and not die. <laughs> All my needs are met. God is my provider and He's very rich. I'm free, not a slave. I'm victorious, not defeated. I can do all things through Christ. You know, on and on and on and on. That's just a patikim. There's so much more. It just, it's just Bible doctrine. If you just read it and think it, and okay, I agree. But when you say it, you take ownership of that truth. And it gets really, becomes tangible in your life, Yeah. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And bless His holy name. Praise His name. Bless the Lord, my soul. And forget not all His benefits. He heals me from all my diseases and forgives all my sins and redeems my life from failure and destruction. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. His mercies are new every morning. Panibago every day. He satisfies my mouth with good things and my youth is renewed like the eagle. If you're like me, some of our personalities are very logical and sometimes yung tinatawag na melancholy. You know, I, I, I had that. Yung parang very, uh, parang prone to negative and depression and all that. But you know what? You're not, you're not stuck. 
kung anong personality mo, you're not stuck there. Maybe that was what you were born with, but you're born again with a new personality. See? You can be born, I don't know how you were born, kanyan ka, but you can, when you're born again, you get a new personality, a new nature, and there's new truths and new systems to live by. So I would just encourage you, baguhin natin ang sistema, and let God's word be yung talagang kabasihan. And let's just speak in agreement with that. Have faith here and here. Practice it. I promise you'll be coming back with testimonies. You'll be coming back with some stories of victories in your life. You'll overcome. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, if you haven't yet natalagang made that decision to receive Christ, remember what it says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, you know, nung panahon na yan, kasi lahat ng mga tao nagsasabi na the Roman emperor, si Caesar, is Lord. And so it's a big deal. It was not just like, you know, God bless you, Jesus is Lord, blah, blah, blah. It really meant something nung sinabi ng mga tao nun, Jesus is Lord. Because it meant Caesar is not Lord. But when you say with your mouth, Jesus is really my Savior, He's my Lord. And if you believe, kahit konti lang, you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you'll be saved. And you've got to have that life of Christ in your spirit for all of this to go forward to the next step. Kaya pakilagay na kamay mo dito sa puso and we'll just, very simply, just repeat this uh, in your own words and with your mouth, no? At least loud enough that Satan can hear you. And you can hear yourself. Say, say Jesus is... Lord. One more time. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Savior. God raised you from the dead. And give me a new life, a new spirit. I want to follow you. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. Amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, if you said, I mean, it's not, not so complicated, right? You said that with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe it, you'll be saved. That salvation is a right standing with God. You don't have to fear judgment or punishment. He loves you like a father. We hope you enjoy listening to today's teachings from Tim Warden. For more life-changing audio and video teaching resources, call the San Fernando Christian Community at 0919-846-6849 or visit our website at christian.com.ph. And add us on facebook.com slash SFCC Philippines. If you're ever in La Union, visit us along Ortiga Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City.